For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. And welcome back, everybody, to the spectacular something or other. Before the break, we were referencing villainy, and, and apparently Professor S and Triple A to this big Star Warsian battle of a of the of the Jedi, I guess. Star Warsman. Star Warsian. Star Warsian. Did you say it was Battle of the Jedi, or just or, the, or... or Return of the Sith? Uh, which one was it? About the personality. Of yeah, we were talking about like Darth Vader. I didn't ask for classification. Though. Oh, Thank well, you. you know what? God bless you, sir. I'm not religious. I know, but that's why I said it. <laughs> Shut up. Before you make another Michael Bay reference, that pisses me off. Um, My man, Stephen Amell. I'm over that now. It's okay. I'm over that now, actually. Until the movie comes out. I'm still not going to see it. It's okay. Michael Bay is a villain. How about that? How about Michael <laughs> Bay is a villain? Uwe, Uwe Boll, or whatever the hell his name is, that kills comic book movies. He's a villain. You, you all right there? I'm thinking. Well, I'm sure. Part one, part two. Um, so we 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 delved into comics a little bit, but what I want to drop into now, you have you want to say something? No, no, no. Okay. I actually during the break, I kept thinking about video game characters, and all after all the RPGs I played in my life. Are they really bad guys? I kept playing that game in my head. So with the exception of Kefka Palazzo from Final Fantasy VI, who is the epitome of just evil, maniacal... He's essentially uh, Squaresoft's Joker. With the exception of him, who in video games is really the bad guy? Like, Bison, okay. But Vega's not really evil. He's just narcissistic. Balrog just wants money. Isn't Vega like an assassin, though? Because he's bored. That doesn't strike you as evil. Well, I said the same thing for What's-His-Face. Um, Deathstroke. Mercenary. Mm. Vega gets paid to kill people. Yeah, but Vega enjoys it. Likes killing girls. Yeah. That's a difference. Okay, so maybe in that realm, Vega's... He's an evil motherfucker. Yeah, shut your mouth. I'm only talking about Vega. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, I can dig it, I can dig it. <laughs> I, I'm gonna put that soundbite in. Oh, you're gonna put that in there? Yeah. Nice. Don't get a suit. Um... <laughs> So anybody else, like, any other villains in video game lore spring to mind? Dr. Wily? You saw that game theory, right? That was Sonic, right? Sonic that's, that's no, that's Dr. Dr. Robotnik. Oh. How Dr. Light's the evil, actual yeah. villain. Yeah, I think Wily's still the villain. Yeah. Okay, well. Is he the villain or is he more the guy who always finished second place at the science fair and is like, look at me, look at me? He, it's like he's the guy that finishes in second place, but then he's like, oh, we're going to have these monsters that can destroy cities. Like robots. That's that's evil. Robots are evil. Not robots. <laughs> how you use them is yeah. evil. Well, I'm not going to give a uh, reason I was just to, to justify go slavery. Now you uh, see what happens is... Uh, <laughs> go ahead. No, no. You've been kind of quiet this episode. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't not, hit us with these... jokey. You haven't hit us with the stupid comment or the stupid jokes or the... Not joke, sorry. What did you say last last week? The stupid questions? Yeah. Yeah, before I get to my serious ones, you like throwing some <laughs> stupid ones? So, oh, by the way, folks, let us know if you thought that would be a good addition to, like, segments of the show. Uh, Rolando's stupid question corner. Or even um, or even Johnny AAA's uh, random factoids. Uh, off the air, all these random things pop up. And then, uh, uh, and then Professor S over here showing us random Superman and Batman memes. So he can talk about the memes of comic books and stuff like that. So let us know at Twitter at HMS Spectacular. What's our email address? Spectacular something or other at gmail.com. And where can they find us on Instagram? Spectacular something. So you heard it, folks. Just let us know any of those mediums. What kind of segments do you want us to work on? Because what we're going to be doing from now on, uh, I know in the last episode, uh, Row2D2 actually said, a you know kind of a shout out to other nerd related podcasts or collaborators uh, so again we want to extend that offer 
um, to those out there listening. Hey, you can hit us up. We're on TalkShoe.com again. Uh, that's where you can find most of our episodes. Hopefully soon we'll be on SoundCloud, right? Go and God willing, after that, YouTube. So definitely be on the lookout. Who willing? Huh? Who willing? God ah. willing. <laughs> Speaking of God, we were talking about Shin Megami Tensei earlier. Oh, you jerk. <laughs> and in Shin Megami Tensei... Isn't he the bad guy? He's definitely the bad guy in that whole series. Can you care to explain? Okay, so we're going to talk about the lore a little more to Nocturne, which we brought up a few times before. We might need to give um, two of a few seconds. <laughs> Professor S needs a minute. <laughs> Can you just turn your mic off if you're going to cackle? Okay. Oh, okay. Continue. So... There's, uh, I forgot the name of, names of most of these characters, but uh, one of them was a reporter, and he ends up surviving pretty much the end of the world. This is Nocturne, right? Nocturne, right. And um, as you're progressing through the storyline, he, he kind of fills you in with like a little bit of like the lore of what's going on in the city from what he's found out through the, the network. And I'd say about halfway through the game, he ends up getting killed. He's sacrificed by one of your best friends to give him the power to shape the world in the way that he wants. And then you bump into who you find out at the end of the game is the devil. And he explains that the soul in that person's body was the main character from the second Shin Megami game. Mm -hmm. And what he had done was he had gone against what God had desired in that game. And he had cursed him to reincarnate into worlds that were about to end and not have the power to do anything. So pretty much, he in, the guy was acting petty towards not having his goals achieved. He's being a brat. He's uh. being a brat. <laughs> God's like, hey, I can't play my way. I'm just gonna flip the board game over and screw you guys. Pretty sense. much. Yeah. Okay. And all the people that are just associated with God, like the archangels and the higher ups. They're all working on the side that's like might makes right. Uh-huh. Like if you're not pure enough, if you're not good enough, then you need to be cleansed pretty much. So very – God is probably the most evil, consistent person in that series. Mm-hmm. Milano, thoughts? My save got corrupted for that game, so I have zero thoughts. On for Nocturne? I thought it was yeah. just Persona. It was all of All of them. them. Apparently, Atlas doesn't like Rome. No. And Atlas should like us because we're probably Atlas's number one fans. <laughs> that every episode we try to sneak in something Atlas related. Okay, so I was looking at while you were describing the situation. Uh, the person who you're referencing who gets to experience, you know, the reincarnation over and over again. His name is Hijiri. Uh, he's a reporter in the game. And he happens to be, you find out toward the end, he is the reincarnation. He is the reincarnated version of the original hero, Aleph, or Aleph, um, who dared to defy God. So as his punishment, he has to watch the world be reincarnated all over and over and over again, but he can't do squat. So he's turned into pretty much Uwatu, and he can't participate. Wait, who? Uwatu, the Watcher. The Watcher can't participate. Isn't that his whole thing? I don't know who you're referring What? The Watcher in Marvel Comics. I don't know who that is. The bald guy. We spoke about him before. We've talked about this. Oh, the chair dude. Dude with the chair. <sighs> That's Metron. I thought it was on. Please explain to... Okay. So, The Watcher in Marvel comic books is like... Uh, do you remember when we were talking about Metron? The no. chair dude. The chair oh, guy. The chair. Yes. Okay. So, he's kind of like him. He's He can't... Um, help out any of the superheroes. His his main thing is he watches. He's a voice. Hence, hence the reason why his name is the Watcher. So he's just a pair of eyes. Right. He's there for all of the big. No, like events. literal pair of eyes. No. Or is he like a person? He's a person. Okay. Um. So anytime something big happens in the D, uh, DC in the Marvel universe, so for instance, when they were doing Civil War, and when all the heroes gathered gathered together at Avengers Tower. To talk about, you know, what's going on, you know, whether or not these heroes should uh, register for the, uh, what was that, the Hero- Superhero Act? Yeah. Um, you know, he was there watching as things started to unfold. So he's and just, he's just like, he's a witness, for so the lack of better terms. He can't do anything or he chooses not to do anything? He can't. He's not allowed to meddle in our affairs. Ah, or in, okay. 
uh, humanoid affairs. Okay, makes sense. So you know who he is now. I know who he is. It makes sense to you. So this guy that that AAA is talking about essentially fills that void now, but as a punishment from God. Hmm. And God actually is the final boss. And I think it's the second Shin Megami Tensei game? Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, that game never made it to America, but that's a pretty, like, a lot of aspects of that game is sad. Um, your first partner gets killed. Mind you, I think that the premise was that you end up, they, they partner a man and a woman because they kind of are supposed Adam to be and Adam and Eve. Your second partner is your mother. Oh. And you don't find that out until much later in the game. So, that's yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. So It's God's plan. Wait, have you done Don't anything be explicit before you find that out? No, it's, oh, okay. it starts off like you're just like some editing. It's not that stuff that you watch, bro. Oh. <laughs> we have to reference it at least there. once every episode. Look at there. Continue. Oh, man. But, um, no, it's mostly like combat partners, and it's supposed to lead up into something more later on. But you find out before that, thankfully. But, yeah. That's kind. Of, that's something that God planned in that world too. So not exactly a very sterling background, right? Okay. And then I mean, in the whole game series, God's the one that brings the end of time. So in a sense, God's eradicating all these people. How's God not the bad guy in this game? I mean, that's that's who the creators of the game made that made God. I'm I'm talking strictly from the game. I know. But I he, just feel like being a dick to you right now. But he's the bad guy. Yeah. In the same way, you're just being a dick now. As you give me that look. Yeah, he's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. So, for those who haven't played the game, Lucifer's in the game, or Lewis Cipher, as he's been called in other renditions of the game. He's actually, he's portrayed to look like a little French boy. Louis Cipher. Yeah. He's a young French boy, an old man. An old man wheelchair. A young widow? A widower. And then an old... Oh, yeah, he has the young widow who's the nanny of the young boy. And then, flip that around, she's an elderly lady. She's a nurse that's taking nurse care, taking of, care of him. Yeah. But I don't know who she is, beside death. Like, that was the only thing I could do that I could yeah, come up with. Much. Like, the lady in black. Go back and play Nocturne. I encourage everyone here, if you haven't played a video game... Do you have it? I have it digitally. I don't have it in a CD. Yeah. That's one of those games that's like, it's philosophy when you play it. As is most Atlas games, but yeah. That one you just look at, it's like, the characters in it, the, the ideas of the world being remade, it's all pretty much philosophy. The mannequins who people say have no say in the world, but they want to rise up and have their own say. Yeah, a lot of separatism. Uh, a lot of stuff actually we're dealing with now, um, just on a non-apocalyptic level. And I, I think one day when we get into a, a philosophy episode, I would like to delve more into this. We got a. Uh, there was one episode that I um, that we definitely should go back to, the one where we were. Um, well, I, it was before I, I was coming all the time, but there was one that I missed that I really really liked. The one that I text you guys about. What the the dating? Yes, ah. um, how we got into like comic books and all that. Like, I definitely think we should do another episode of that one day. Um, yeah, we we've talked about it off air. We're, we're definitely definitely, yeah. definitely going to go back into yeah. a more serious tone uh, episode every once in a while. But yeah, um, without killing the buzz too much, besides God being the uh, eternal bad guy, uh, any other bad guys out there who get the shaft? Like Sagat, all he wants to do is just beat Ryu, and he doesn't care how he does it. He just wants to win. Well, it's a god in, in like the uh, graphic novels. He's like a, a criminal. Yeah, but no, I'm, no, no. He's not a criminal. He's he's like revered amongst his people for being like. He's actually like a good dude. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's why. That's actually what I meant. That that's in the the book that Danny lent us, mm-hmm. right? What book did Danny lend you? Uh, Was the comic? Yeah. <sighs> What's the name of? Who it? has it now? Street Fighter Alpha. He does. I would like to borrow said comic. Because I actually went, I was at uh, Forbidden Planet this past week and I saw like the whole thing of Udon comics of Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. But it was like 30 bucks an issue and I'm like, nah, man. man I, I ain't nah. trying to read all that for $30. But yeah, I'm, in, I'm interested in that. The artwork is beautiful. 
It is actually. I still have to read the other two that he gave us. Yeah, I have not read any yeah, of those. He yet. asked me today when I saw him, and I was like, uh, "Yeah." Uh, so Sagat's not a bad guy. He's a bad guy in the games because they don't do a lot with the story, but in the in the graphic novels, he's a, he's an okay dude. As mostly he just wants to fight the person that beat him. Yeah, yeah. Revenge. Okay, so I, there was a question that I asked early on in the show, and I really am curious to see what you guys think. Are we at that point now? No, I was at. No, no, no. I'm just asking because I really am curious about it, and I'm mm-hmm. curious for you. Because you have like when you when you when a when a topic is proposed to you, you really like give it some thought. Not saying that the rest of you don't, but then he it's like you give me a Johnny, you will give me a philosophy point of view, and then Damien will give me like it's like he's an asshole kind of point of view, but it's great. It's like okay, okay, okay. So I get to see both sides of the spectrum. So my question was, who do you think is the most overused villain in comic books, movies? Overused. Overused. Now, when you say overused, do you mean like the trope, or do you mean an actual character? An actual character. Uh, Okay. I would like to think, with all the Superman reboots, we've had Lex Luthor on the brain. I would also like to say, because of... You know, it actually brings up an even better... You know who started? I got. I have a, actually have a surprise villain for you. Okay. Who's not really a villain, but the more I analyze this person in the comic books and in the movies, they're actually a villain. Who's this? Maria Hill. The director of Shield. Maria Hill. Go back to Civil War. Go back to the Civil War. The game. They made a game. Yeah. Marvel Ultimate Alliance Two. Yeah. They made a Civil War game, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. It takes Secret War and Civil War and puts them on the same plane of existence. Maria Hill is... from both sides, pretty much. Yeah. That's dope. Maria Hill is willing to... Because at some point, at least Nick Fury... Nick Fury's like, nah, I'm not killing innocents of this many civilians for no good reason. Maria Hill will literally blow up a whole city just for the F of it to prove a point. Yeah. Because she's trying so hard to not be Nick Fury... She'll kill a superhero, she'll kill a villain, she'll kill a civilian, all the same thing, just to prove a point. Damn, I didn't think about that. I really didn't think about that, because she really is a, lack for a better word, a dick. You're a-hole. But if we're going to, like, I really want you guys to think about that, like... I would argue more that's the government in that case, though. Well, yeah, I'm, but if we're going to take Maria a character, Hill. she epitomizes regular government. You know, sacrifice a few for the good of the many. You know. I think for me... Um, That's my answer, but go, go ahead. I, okay. Yeah. I think for me, the most overused villain is the Joker. Point blank, period. I can't tell you how many comic books I picked up. And this is this is just even going back to when... I think maybe the 90s. This is movies and comics. Movies and comics. Okay, I was only thinking of movies. Okay. No, because if you and think games. about it... Like, every time I feel like sales drop or, you know, people are becoming uninterested, you bring out the most popular villain. Right. Like, I know for Batman, there was a there was a point in the New 52 where Joker hadn't been seen for at least a good year. And then all of a sudden, you start having, like, three or four story arcs with the Joker, and it's just like, this is unneeded. Like, right. you don't need it. Yeah, it's not necessary. It's not necessary at all. Unneeded is definitely not a word. Um... It's not necessary. Like I, I feel like there's better characters that you can better utilize and make more quote unquote scarier. Like for me, like I said, I I don't think I said this, but I think Rachel Ghoul is a villain that should be used a little bit more. Because if you think about it, he runs the League of Assassins and then before he was an ecological terrorist. Yeah. You dig? Like that's all he cared about was the planet. And he didn't care. Um, Wait, he cared about the planet, but he cared, he killed people, but he cared more about the planet. Right. So he's Poison so, Ivy. In a way. Like, the, those two... Sh- like, that would have been a hell of a story arc to have Poison Ivy and Rachel Gould. I'm not su- I'm surprised they haven't done that yet. I mean, but if you think about it, you're going to, you know, use the people that give you money. Yeah. You okay. Know, I, I've noticed that certain, certain, certain books don't really focus as much. There's a joke here, but I'm going to f- wait till the end to finish. Nah, sugar. Yeah. But that that's that's my overused. Okay. I, to me, it's, like, weird because I feel like the most overused is because they kind of 
they're an overarching theme, and they've just shown up quite a few times. It's normally, I would, I, I'm kind of hinting at it right now. Mm-hmm. It's Hydra, but it's in general just Nazis. Yeah, I was gonna say Jews. Nazis. It's absolutely like ridiculous how often every single organization is either embodying the Nazis or they they represent it. Um, Good point. In Fallout, one of the biggest arguments is that there's this big war going on because they feel that all the people who survived the bombs dropping are mutants. And as a result, there's a group of the government called the Conclave that stayed away from the United States as it was bombed, so they're considered more pure. Mm. So they use all the people who who are kind of making their own life in in what's left of the world as guinea pigs. Or they just take their stuff. And it's just like, in general, that's showing up. And in the Avengers 2, they didn't really do a good job of embodying what Hydra was. They were just like, what would be the word? The MacGuffin to kind of lead up to what the main, the, the main threat is. I kind of felt they were more like AIM in the, in the oh, second Avengers. Iron Man 3. Yeah. Like, I felt they embodied AIM. Yeah. So, I would like to go back to your first statement about overused villains. I would say the Joker too, but because we've had so many different takes on the Joker, it doesn't feel repetitive. Okay. Uh, it's not like Lex Luthor, Gene Hackman, Kevin Spacey. No real differentiation. The best differentiation is Clancy Brown, the animated Lex Luthor. I mean, Lois and Clark's Lex Luthor wasn't that. There was a Le- there was a Lex Luthor on Lois and Clark. Where were you? I stopped watching after season one. He was all in season one. No, not Smallville. No, that's what I'm talking about. Lois and Clark, the new Dean Adventures Superman. Yeah. There was, I need to look this up. Continue. <laughs> John Shea. John who? John, I think his last name was Shea or something like that. Okay, continue, keep talking. I searched for this. <laughs> I'm telling you, he was in Lois and Clark. All right, well. Ro, what about you? The more I think about it, the more I... I want to say that there aren't a lot of overused villains as there are a lot of overused characteristics and motivations. That's why I said true. For villains. Like, there's always either someone who's been wronged by society, uh, someone who's, like, trying to take the damsel from the hero, or what's a good example? Like, Mr. Freeze. Like, Mr. Freeze is a, per- is a person that. He just got screwed over. He, one yeah, too many right. Times. <laughs> like he just wants his wife to come back and like get out of whatever coma she's in. But you know what? And, and coma. Oh, I it's know, not a coma. No, the way you said it, like whatever coma she's in. Like, <laughs> yeah, whatever comic coma is. She has like a disease, disease, and they froze her. I think it's like can... McGregor's. I think that's what they called it. McGregor's disease. <laughs> McGregor. It's the MacGuffin. Continue. <laughs> No, but I, I definitely go with you on that. And even from what Damien was saying, you know, the villains definitely always catch like a tough break and aren't able to recover. So the only way that they know how to recover, and that even goes back to what we were talking about with Anakin. You know, you've been through so much shit. After a point, you're just like, fuck it. <laughs> There's no sense in it. I'm just, if I can't be happy, nobody can be happy in this motherfucker. And I think that's the motivation for every villain is either I'm being selfish or my mind's completely broken that all this is justifiable. Like, I'm not, I'm like subhuman now because I'm not thinking logically. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of a hard argument to make because, I mean, maybe it's once again, it depends on which interpretation you're looking at. But the Joker's not technically being selfish in what he's doing, he's doing it to kind of reveal some aspect of the world. And that's kind of like what I was saying about a force of nature villain. There are some villains that they're not doing it inherently because they're selfish or, that, you know, because the world screwed them over. It's like, no, you pretend that you're human and that you're not associated with animals. But really, when it comes down to it, you're going to kill your fellow man if, it, if it's between you and them or between them and your loved one. And you might take those things as justification, but it's not justification. Mm. But is the Joker considered insane in the in the Batman universe? Hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, if he locks up up in Arkham, I'd like to think <laughs> he's the insane. Thing, the thing is, like you say, that when you're locked up in Arkham, that that means they're insane. It's true, but it also means that they're really 
focus on kind of what their philosophy is to the extent that they're they can't be like the rest of society if you look at it batman should be locked up in arkham as well hey now definitely hey now hey look i'm a batman hey dude, but when you look at it from a big picture batman's vi- one of my favorite vigilantism but let's face the facts he's he's crazy because my mom and daddy died that's why he's so dope they killed my parents he's a good crazy and i watched it happen if there's such thing but this is like one of the things that i brought up about when he gets the chair and he becomes a god of wisdom it's like that's you're, you. He's good, crazy, but that that doesn't work that's out for the. Much. That's bad news for the rest. It's of the like world. giving the thirteen year old a car, man. Like, oh no, this may seem like a good idea at the time, but it really it isn't. Really isn't yeah. Any other bad guys that are misappropriated? I think Virgil is misunderstood. The wrestler from no wrestler from um, Devil May Cry. You yeah. talking about that? Okay. okay. I think, like, his only thing is, I want power to protect people that I like. But then that's the thing. Where, that I like. That I, that I like, care about. But then they go. Nice. I didn't touch it just now. I did that on song. Yeah. That, that was spooky. Uh, but then it goes into that whole thing I'm saying of almost insanity. He does it for the people that he cares about. But then just to make him a villain, they have the idea of by any means necessary. And that's almost every villain by any means necessary. Magneto. Yeah. And like if that if that defines your villain, that's something that needs to change in every form of in every form. If your villain is at the end of a sentence is by any means necessary, period. Then that would mean then half of us are villains because whatever goal that we want to accomplish, if we had that mindset by any means necessary, then technically we'd all be No, villains. but I mean well, I mean to say, by any means necessary, even if it means killing a bunch of people. Like, I lo- I have I, goals. I'm not going to kill people for my goals. I would hope you wouldn't. I, I can't <laughs> I, justify that. I think part of what they try to do to kind of ex- blur the line by, by any means necessary is when they kind of add these villains. That they are villains, but they're not villains um, universally. The example I would give, I or two, I brought up Darkseid earlier, where he's revered as a god, and actually when they beat him, the people on his planet freak out because they don't want anything to happen to him. And it's like, by the laws of Earth, he's a villain, but by the laws of his own planet... He's a hero. He's a hero. And it's not like it, the rules were written specifically by him and they're forced to obey. It's They kind of come to accept that blurred line. And the other one that I would bring up would be Doctor Doom because he's he he has his own country and you Not know video. and you know that kind of is a blurred line in of itself and that's kind of what the issue was kind of spoilers with the Civil War that and the Civil War comic book series so yeah and it's like you said it is kind of like you kind of have to explain and flush it out a little more but there are blurred lines that kind of make it not quite as simple to explain. There is one thing I do find funny about Doctor Doom. He's the only villain with diplomatic immunity. <laughs> yeah, I've actually seen in the cartoons. He actually has where like he's rolled around. He's like, you immunity. can't touch me. I have diplomatic immunity. You're like, what, what are you lethal weapon? Get out of here, man! But that, that is kind of gangster. That is flipping amazing. So I know you're going to talk about Doctor Doom. I'm not going to go at nauseum because I've discussed this in previous episodes. I just want to say, in regards to Doctor Doom. Actually, it's a question for you when you start doing this. So, at that currently, yeah. Doctor Doom is not a, is not much of a villain now. He's like some sort of like he's in the weird gray area. I think they still classify him as a villain, but the readers have now looked at him with a different. Eyesight. Oh, okay. Because I've what I've got from what I perceived from what you guys were talking about was they made him out to be a more grayed out. Like individual, he's not he helps villain. people when it benefits his own agenda. Yeah, it's just he justifies what he does. So if you want to call that villainy by using, just, like we said earlier, justification for your actions, then yeah, he'll still be a villain. He's still vain. He's still egotistical, but he's just that makes him human. But that's not villainous. No, it's like if like the thing with Ultron occurred again, like Doctor Doom would be like, "I'm going to help you stop this from going down." Because, you know, I want to rule the world. Yeah, and if he kills the world, I can't do nothing with it. So. <clears throat> so, how long do you think this whole 
like facade is gonna last. Like I bet you. Well, well facade. Here, here's the thing. This whole like idea that that god you were talking about, that like panther god, sees him as the best option, or the most viable option, or whatever. Mm-hmm. How long do you think that's gonna last? Because the way I see it depends on the writers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Doctor Doom. There's never been a comic that I've read where a villain goes from being a villain to a hero and issues continue. Like he's at a certain point he's gonna become You mean like Venom? They, they did that with again. Sinestro though. That's what I was talking about earlier about He became a Green Lantern again. Oh see I didn't oh, know that. Okay. I, did, I, didn't I did not know that. Okay. And I forgot who was the the Green Lantern of Earth at that point. He got kicked out of the forest. Please let it be Guy Gardner. No, it was Hal Jordan Aww. for a little bit. But then he got he came back. And then Sinestro actually got his yellow ring back. Um, what else happened? Kyle Rayner became a White Lantern. You did tell me that. Um, he's dope. He's actually kicking a lot of butt. But I heard they killed him, though. I have to look. He can't history. be that dope if he's dead already. <laughs> he was a dope <laughs> character. Yeah, I think they're actually planning on bringing him back. I'm just not sure. What, what, he going to be Rainbow Lantern? No, I mean, I think a lot red hoodie. We did the new Fifty Two again. I think they brought him back. How that's you, one thing that's how do you reboot off. something that was just rebooted? Like mm. three years. Looking at you, Spider Man series. But yeah, what I'm saying about Doctor Doom. Did is... you read that? What the new Spider Man series was it any good? Wait, or is one? it any good? You mean the one where he's a multimillionaire? Yeah, it's all right, man. I heard, I heard like mixed reviews about it's it. It's okay. You know what it is, and I'm sorry, Valano. I'll just answer his question. Mm-hmm. I apologize. It's one of those things where they just want to spark interest because they Marvel sees that Tony Stark in movies is cool and people like Tony Stark, so they figure, hey, let's make Peter Parker like Tony Stark, like Tony Stark, and see if that brings new fans to Spider Man. Yeah, I know it's stupid. It goes against everything Peter Parker stands for. He's he's supposed to be broke. He's supposed to be struggling. That's the whole reason why so many people relate love to him. him. Yeah, nobody relates to. Only Donald Trump relates to Tony. Stark. Tony is like what do you call? It? He's a superhero as a hobby. Yeah, yeah. and Peter does it because he believes in what it is that he's doing. Because as we all know, with great power comes, comes great, great responsibility. Thank you, Uncle Ben. No problem. From the grave. To your, what, to your Iron Man point, uh, oh. I think, what's the movie that came before Age of Ultron? Avengers 1? Was it? Yeah. The Avengers? Yeah. There were only two Avenger movies. I, did you look Man. into the future? Were you thinking about an Iron Man movie? Probably. Okay, yeah. Or but, Captain America? Let's, uh, the Avengers. Like, if you, if, if you go back and look at that movie, what I dislike about it is that every scene transition, like when a set piece finishes... Like, everybody turns into Iron Man. And what I mean by that is, at the end of every scene, somebody says something that Iron Man would say. Some funny quip to... Something snarky. Something snarky. Mm-hmm. And I, I've noticed that, too. Yeah, right? Like, I've every, every scene that ends with, like, something happening, like... Uh, like, there's a one-liner. There's a one-liner, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta check. Damn. I just I actually noticed that more in part two, because mm-hmm. even Cap was getting in on the snarkiness. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I'm like, really? Captain America has a sense of humor? <laughs> Stop it! I got all right. I gotta go watch that because I'm good. Point. Tonight when I get back home, I'm gonna watch uh, episode one. Well, I'm not gonna watch one through three because I'll never go to sleep. <laughs> but um, I was thinking about watching part one tonight and just just focusing on. I want to watch like Anakin's development. I think that's that's one thing I didn't really I paid attention to it because the story is about Anakin's development and I'm sorry to keep talking about Star Wars it's just like <laughs> it was just like I've never I've never heard somebody have like a deep hatred for Darth Vader and like really break it down that way so I really want to try and um, understand it the way that you're talking I mean I'm not gonna lie there was a certain times where I thought oh, okay this is bitch made because he's he's really <laughs> he's acting like a punk um, he'd be a, yes. little, a little baby yes right, he's for being lack a of baby. better words um I guess after, you know, Padme, I, I I remember when I first saw, for saw episode three, and he was just he's acting like a little girl, like just kid, kid, little, little kid, a kid, baby, a brat. punk Thank brat. Because I can't front, he was acting like a little whiny baby throughout. Yeah, episode one and uh, two and three. Yeah, two. Three. <laughs> You're holding me back. Obi-Wan. Just I like, want like this is like one of the fun facts that they Ooh, fun that fact. I heard about for the Star Wars in the original trilogy. 
I think Darth Vader only had about 10 minutes screen time altogether for all three movies. And they made up for it when they did the next three. And they did it in a, in a bad way. It's kind of like when they, they do a series to flesh out something and they ruin the character. That happens all the time when it, for corporate greed. Mm. Damn. Now I'm thinking about the original trilogy. Like You really don't see him that often. Like, he's talked track. about, but he's not seen. And that's probably what made him such a, like, a big character. Like, everybody spoke about him. You're just like, damn, I identify with him. I don't know what's going on with that. A lot of random noise is happening today. <laughs> I was going to compare it to Captain America level. Like, like Captain America. Captain Planet level. Four <laughs> there we go. <laughs> the people that redid the series is pretty much what any of those people in Captain Planet were. Damn Planeteers. So, uh, do you want to do your Doctor Doom thing? Well, no, that's the thing. I, I wasn't going to delve into like this long-winded soliloquy because I addressed this a few times. Oh, that's right, you did. And again, I will say this. I appreciate Doctor Doom. I, I love what Marvel's done for Doctor Doom. Marvel Comics, Marvel Movies, a different story. But <laughs> when you really read into Doctor Doom, I mean, this guy went into hell to rescue his mama. You know? He learned the black arts because he was tired of his family being shunned, you know, because his mom was a gypsy. She was she was having consorts with demons. So he figured, hey, you know what? You guys want to, like, pretty much kill my parents because of this? All right, I'm going to be, I'm going to learn this. I'm going to be what you. I'm going to be what you fear. Uh, so he goes to try to rescue his mama, and then his mama don't want him to rescue her. You find out. That's effed up. You know, and then at the same token, like they've rebooted him a few times. They rebooted him back in 20, uh, 2005. As far as I know, with the reboot, it was more he studied with shamans, Buddhist monks. Like he learned the ancient arts. I, I even think he, he, he had a couple of sessions with the dude who trained Doctor Strange, I believe. So he, they, like you say, fleshed him out more, but it was to his betterment as opposed to detriment. Because in the 60s, all he was was just some jealous punk of Reed Richards, who was egotistical and greedy and vain. Yeah, he's still that, but there's more depth to his character. But when we touched on the Panther God issue, because believe me, when I read it and saw it, I was completely blown away. But it made sense. Dr. Doom, even though he rules Latveria with an iron fist, (laughs) (laughs) or metal fist, whatever. What? Did you guys hear that they're not... They're still doing Iron Fist. I, I heard that they wasn't. They're still okay. doing it. I, they, I heard some rumors. No. They're doing Iron Fist, but the Punisher will be part of the Defenders at some point. Hmm. He should get his own damn series. He's going to. If if John, whatever his name... Shane from The Walking Dead, whatever his name is, knocks it out the park, you really don't think they're going to have another Punisher series? Because not for nothing, Thomas Jane was a good Punisher. I'm sorry. I don't know what... I don't know why Marvel didn't want to bring him back. Not Marvel. Um, was Lionsgate? Yeah. Well, the second one was trash. Yeah, Warzone was garbage. But Thomas Jane's punch was awesome. Who's Thomas? Thomas is that Jane. Raiden? He was in that no, movie, that's Christopher Stephen Lambert. Hawking movie. Uh, Did you see Scott Pilgrim? Yeah. The Vegan Police. <laughs> no vegan diet. No vegan powers. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. I don't know who Thomas is. Jane. Okay. How funny was the Punisher shooting Superman with a green ray and Scott Pilgrim? Brandon Ralph is getting shot by a green ray <laughs> from the vegan police. Nice. Yeah, I thought that was cool. Okay. I, I like that just for irony's sake. And people, I laugh when I watch him. People are like, what do you find that so funny? If you don't the Punisher just shot Superman. You don't understand. Am I remembering this wrong? Was Captain America in that movie? What's his face? Yes, Chris Lucas Evans. Lee. Yeah, he okay. was. He was Lucas Lee. All right. So yeah, all these all these superheroes were in Scott Pilgrim, and the biggest superhero of them all was Michael Serpra. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, back to the, back to the Panther God. When I saw that breakdown, and they broke it down, where it's like the Panther God went through every single multiverse, every single possible outcome of the universe. The one where Doom is the supreme ruler of all worlds. All you know, of all the planet is the most peaceful, is the most nonviolent, has the le- least amount of crime, disease, famine, pretty much rendering apocalypse useless. And by apocalypse, I mean the 
X-Men God. You know, the Four Horsemen. Yes. I have a stupid question. Yes! I, I welcome your stupid <laughs> questions. This Panther God. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I just don't understand how, like... Which looks more like a white Bengal tiger, but that's beside <laughs> me. All right, what a tiger, whatever God yeah. is, tiger God. It's a Panther God. <laughs> Panther. How, uh, what's the level of godlihood? Like, does he have a, a GED of godlihood what? that he can... Oh my God. Tell is he omnipotent, omniscient? Is no, no, that no, what like, you're trying to say? In, in, all right, in that universe, what's the highest level of godliness? Like, who's there at the top? Uh, it's not the Panther, the right? The Celestials. Stanley. <laughs> Jack King Kirby. <laughs> it's not the Panther. The King. It's, it's it, no, whatever. The it's Guardians the Celestials. Okay. Where does the Panther fit into that the panther in and of itself is a god for the wakandan people he okay he's like you know, their deity yeah you know how like in the in transformers the matrix is the essence of every single autobot leader mm-hmm. think about it like that the panther represents every single leader wakanda has ever had all the wisdom it's a like a collection of spirits but it's of a the wakandan village. god yes yes it's not a universal god no no so a Wakandan god is saying... Can see all the universes, yes. Oh, okay, wait, no. A Wakandan god can see everything. In this re- in this realm, yes. Damn, I had a good joke, but I had to leave it alone. <laughs> I don't want you to have to do any more editing because of me. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I had a good one. Like, I understand why you're confused about this. Because it feels like he's not. He's, he shouldn't be allowed to make that decision. Like, he's not... But remember... But it's not like he's giving Doom anything. It's like he didn't. Oh, kill he didn't not, kill Doom. No. Okay. Because anyone who's oh yeah, did you not know that the no, no, last no. time I explained it? No, no. Anyone who's ever stepped into the, I guess, the zone of the Panther God, the Panther Chamber. They, is, that, is it the chamber? Okay. Is it not a cave? The Chamber of Commerce. Because it's, it's, it's a god. It's a you think he's just going to be in a temple. cave? That's like uncouth. And oh, sorry. <laughs> like me and Johnny just going <laughs> at you. <He's> like, oh. <laughs> it's a temple. Okay. That houses the essence of this panther right. god, and essentially anyone who's not worthy that walks up in there instantaneously is like incinerated. It's like um, Indiana Jones, yeah, the first one, and then was that oh. Temple of Doom? Okay, and I, he walked in. The guy's walking in there, and he's just like, "Oh, this is cool." Slice, he's gone. Yeah, that's what happens when you walk into the Panther Temple. So the Black much. Panther has never been into this temple. He's been yes, there. he's worthy. All the Black Panthers are worthy. So. How come Black Panther isn't ruling the whole world? He's only ruling Wakanda. And he doesn't... It's not what it's we Wakanda, mean. It's the Wakandan god. You mean... Think of it like you, it's a trial. The, the Panther yes. sees the character and what he wants to do. And if your character is good, you walk away. And if you walk into the room, you're worthy of leading Wakanda. And by extension, Doom, who's not... Who's actually has a bigger objective... The Panther saw is like, okay, if you rule the world, that wouldn't actually be that bad, so you can go. Okay, I I was envisioning a scenario where like this Panther God is imbuing power Doom with power. No, no, okay, no, no. That, so it's just this Panther God's opinion. Yeah, all right, that makes. It's not even an opinion; it's a fact. It's a comic fact. <laughs> comic fact. It's canon. Okay, it's been viewed as canon. So there's a specific panel that shows him ruling. Yes, like they, sh- the Panthers talking, the God is talking, and it's like these panels of like these different universes and war torn countries in the stand the third, and he's and he's describing it and saying, you know, essentially the only one that doesn't have all this effed up stuff is your country. is yours. Okay, makes okay. And surprisingly, makes like even the Panther God's like, wait, what? You're Doctor Doom? <laughs> How in the hell? Like, I see. Makes sense now. Makes total sense. I thought no, the no, was he like, was not imbued with any oh, my power. power. Yeah, he okay. was not imbued with any okay. any powers like that. No. Got it. He just survived death <laughs> again. <Several> times. <laughs> Doom has survived hell. He's fought demons. He's like a damn bad penny man. He's always just coming around. He turns up all the time. <laughs> He's like fungus. Can't get rid of Doctor Doom. Nah. But if you listen to his, if you listen to a mashup of his uh, Marvel's Capcom one three. And Marvel superhero theme songs, it's it's like a dubstep song. It's kind of cool. And then there's a gif of him doom bot doom botting in the club because <laughs> he's doing the foot dive. Oh, the foot dive. Yeah, it's like foot 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 dive. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my love of Doctor Doom now. 
I didn't like him when I was a kid. Like I said, Venom was more my speed. Like mm-hmm. the anti-hero was more my villain that I rooted for. Megatron just looked cool because he could turn to a gun. But if I'm talking like badass villains that I think are my favorite, I don't really have a badass villain. Maybe Deathstroke. I think like if we're going to quantify anyone as a villain, Deathstroke or yeah, Thanos sucks. <laughs> like I'm, I'm leaving Loki because people say I'm very Loki-ish. Mm. Uh, that's about it. Shoot, if you keep it up, Tony Stark's a villain. Civil War, Tony Stark's the bad guy. Oh yeah, he's horrible. He's a, him and Reed Richards. You know what's funny? Now that I'm saying it out loud, they're like the biggest douches in the Marvel comic universe. You see why I don't like Reed Richards now? Don't yeah, you? I do. Yeah. He's a freaking douche mm. he's a pretentious douche but he's trying to sound like he's not pretentious you read the history of reed richards he's misogynistic mm-hmm. he, sa- he sacrifices like everybody and like they're unwilling he gave like what was it? he put his son in a coma right in front of his yeah. wife it's franklin, like he did that yeah it oh. was franklin because he had like some power and like franklin's powers are becoming out of control yeah so he used a gun that put Franklin in a coma. In front of Sue. What an How Sue, Sue was holding Franklin. How Sue hasn't killed Reed at this point <laughs> is amazing. Because in the Civil War, she left him. Yeah. Because so Reed killed another superhero. Indirectly, but he killed the superhero. So well, Because of uh, uh, Bill Foster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was uh, Thor. Well, yeah, the uh, fake uh, Thor clone. Yeah. yeah. Which is terrible, because Tony Stark had that strand of hair... From like their first meeting, way back when he pulled the Batman, like, "Hey, I'm saving the strand of your DNA from 30 years ago, just in case I need it." Tony Stark's a villain in the Civil War, so yeah, like if you go back and read the Marvel Illuminati. Oh God! Don't! Oh my gosh! They were jerks. They're all jerks, especially Namor. But that's beside the point. We'll get to that one day. My yeah. argument that I would make at this point are the villains that are the scientific supervillains are more human and more likable than any scientific hero. Batman being the sole exception, I would say. Scientific villains or superheroes? Scientific villains are more likable than scientific heroes. You like Modoc? Modoc is pretty cool, though. That's uh, so why I threw it out uh, there. Hi. That's Tiny your boy. Tiny body, time and Explain why Modoc's cool. I just like his design. It's weird. Giant head. He's a genius. Is he a genius? Yeah. Yes. He's a genius. Yeah. Do I have to look up the power rankings of Marvel now to find out this answer? But it's like, I hate Tony. I hate... Uh, Reed Richards. Reed Richards. Professor X is a bit of a douche, too. Professor X has faked his own death one too many times for my liking. He had mental left, sex with Gene. And left the, uh, what do you call it, the X-Men mm. to kind of do their own thing one too many times for me to have any respect for him. Like, Magneto's at least like, you're a bunch of idiots, but I need to guide you in order for you people to actually do what the hell you need to do. What's your thought on Doctor Strange? Since he's part of the Marvel Illuminati. Oh, Doctor Strange is kind of like the, the weird one. He's also one of those people that he tries to stay away from interfering. Yeah. I because he's so powerful that he's like, if I interfere, it's like... I'm ending it now. Yeah, and it's like, he, if he gets involved, he could pretty much do anything in the world. He's kind of godlike mm, in level of, of power. So because of that, he's like, you know, the, people kind of have their own free will. They kind of have to fight for their own. So I'm not going to do anything. Is Doctor Strange human? Yeah. Yeah. He's just, he trained himself in the mystic arts that much. And he started off as a douche. Another guy who started off as a douche. <laughs> Douchey doctor. Straight out of Grey's Anatomy. Oh, man. Yep. Was he an actual doctor? What yes. He, Dr. Was Stephen his... Strange. He was like a surgeon. Hmm. And then he, he just learned you mysticalness. Gotta, if you, if you um, ever get the chance, Marvel did a cartoon movie. Yeah. Okay. Watch and it. that was really, really good. It's actually on Netflix. It was well done. Yeah. So... To go back to your first uh, question at the beginning when you posed like a question I said save for the end since we have to wrap up soon, what was the question you posed? Oh, who was the overused villain? In- and there was something else beside that. I think. Oh, you're three villains. Sorry. Okay. Um, 
Well, since Rolando hasn't really talked much this yeah, my, episode. Yeah, mine are quick. I don't think I have let, three. Let him go first. Mr. Freeze is the first one. Why? Because he's a nice guy. Because all he wants is to like he, cuddle with his, his wife. wife. Yeah. Like, I can appreciate oh. that. Like, I'd like to see a comic where where he saves his wife, but he's still a Like, I would believe that he'd still be a villain even after saving his wife. Like, I would love to see an issue where... Like she's she's alive and but he's still Mr. Freeze and he still can't like get out of his suit. Like he gets jailed by Batman every every time. Like he can't he, be with her. Yeah, and, and he it, comes out and goes, "I brought you this flower. Batman's gonna come and kick my ass in a few minutes, but I'll see you next month." In like, the animated series, awesome. um, in like the last the last <laughs> bit of it, you find out that Nora is okay. Okay. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, she left him for the doctor that saved her. And what? Yeah, he got Yeah, that's horrible. Yeah, no. he got the shit end of the stick. Wow. Um saved her for nothing. Exactly. Pretty much. Pretty much. Wow. And yeah, and that just he was just like, "Oh, now really fuck it." Table like, flip. Yeah. Man. Yeah, sorry. Like when we said stretch, you when a when a person gets stretched and their psyche snaps in a sense, that that's the psyche snap him. moment. That broke I him. did everything for you. You, you leave me for the, for the dude. For the doctor. The pretty boy doctor. Damn, even in comic books, they're portraying women as just gold diggers. On that note, <laughs> damn. Who else? Uh, Dick Dasterly, you said. Yeah, Dick Dasterly. That's oh. the second one. Man, I love Dick Dasterly so did much. He, did he ever crush on Penelope Pitstop? So you would think so. I think he was trying to chase that booty all day long. <laughs> I thought it was the mafia group that was. Oh, the 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 weird monster looking. Oh, the mafiosos. Yeah, yeah, she. Yeah. Oh, those tiny guys. Yeah, that would drive like ten in the car. Yeah. Nice. So they wanted a GB on Penelope. Penelope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. God. They had their own wacky race in mind. Okay. All right. Who's your third one? He's getting crazy. <laughs> uh. Oh God. I'm just. I don't have. I don't have a third one. I really don't. Got him, Miss Prime. Oh, you want me to go second? Oh, never mind. Then. All right. Uh, let's see. Villains as they are stacked. I'm trying to look at my my pop wall first. Obviously, I think Venom is pretty damn cool. Oh my god! How could I forget the Juggernaut? Bitch. <laughs> well, there's another one that you have to add. In. <laughs> I'm just. We're just strictly talking favorite, right? Yeah. Okay. The Juggernaut. Mm-hmm. It should be obvious. The man's impenetrable. Once he gets moving, can't stop him. Plus the the meme and that's what she said. The meme? No. Once you get him started, he's un he's unstoppable. <laughs> it's unstoppable. He says that in the game too. By the way, he says unstoppable. <laughs> uh, so the Juggernaut, Venom. But again, he's now an anti-hero, so it's different. He's the le- when he was in his lethal protector phase. Third. <sighs> My hat has carnage and venom. I could say I appreciate. I appreciate carnage because he was the first one, the first villain I was introduced to, for the sake of killing people, just because. Not saying I like that, but he gave you a actual, real bad guy. There was no. He was his only justification was because I felt like it. That was it. Venom's justification was always, oh, I did it for the greater good. You know, Dr. Doom, oh, for my country. Or, you know, for the betterment of science. This mofo did it just because it was was a Tuesday. So I can appreciate Carnage. Yeah. I know there's one more I'm forgetting, and if I remember it, I'll blurt it out. But as of right now, I I can't place it right now. You want to go or you want me to go? I'll go next. Uh, Based off of how often I've talked about, it should be obvious Dr. Doom is on my list. He's obviously on my list too, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Like I brought up, I love the fact that he he melded science and magic, and he's... The idea behind him is that even when it looks like he's lost, somehow he gains something out Mm -hmm. of it. Like, it's never a full loss when Dr. Doom fails in whatever it is that he's trying to do. It's just... It might be a setback. It might not even be a setback, so that's pretty cool to me. Number two is the Scarecrow. Oh, damn. I left out Crane. I left out Crane. Yeah. 
Um, Damn. We brought it up also with him. Once again, for someone who uses fear as a weapon, somebody that's better at it is pretty freaking awesome, even if it's just through the use of a drug. Yeah. But either way, he's mastered a way to, to get it done. Yeah. And just like overall, the whole idea that it's not like a physical assault that beats you, it's the skinny dude that just poisons you, and it's your own mind that's destroying you. That's pretty... That's pretty bad. Okay. Um, and I just had the third one. It's a, I had a toss-up. I'm just going to say the one that I remember off the top of my head. I'm going to go with Dark Side. Okay. Once again, the whole idea that, you know, you're a villain, but you're loved somehow. And that, you know, it's a war between two worlds that's not necessarily... It's embodied in one person. That's cool. Okay. Okay. Damn. Okay, I guess it is my turn. Um... Lady Shiva, anybody who knows Lady Shiva, she's actually a Batman villain. She's probably the most deadliest hand-to-hand combat, like, master of everything. She whooped Batman's ass a couple times. And then there was a couple times where they, they fought to a standstill. But she's very calculated in her attacks. She, uh, you know, she'll do her research, her due diligence on how she can beat you. She'll watch you, how you fight how you move just and just counteract every every hit that you're getting ready to throw or every punch that you're getting ready to throw. Um, my second villain, even though I think he's overused, but the Joker, um, he's just a real agent of chaos. You know, he just loves to see shit just messed up. You know, there's no reason why. It's just because I want to see it. Fuck you. Bang. Isn't that what they quoted him as? Some people just want to see the world burn. And um, the Dark Knight. Yeah. Right. And there's just... He doesn't care. He does not care. He doesn't care who he hurts. You know, and that just makes for a better story with him. Even though, like I said, I feel that he's overused. But because he's so mentally fucked up in the head and doesn't care, it just makes her, okay, well, how can I beat him? There's no collateral damage. Right. It's just... Fuck it. It's done. And number three? Deadshot. Really? Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Villain. It was it was between him or Bronze Tiger. Okay, I think Bronze Tiger more so than Deadshot. I like Deadshot because of the fact, like he's another one who's very. I, I guess I like villains who think, you know, or who are very. They they're not to quote Liam Neeson, but they have a particular skill set, and they are <laughs> really good at that you mean, skill you set. Mean Ra's al Ghul? Oh, yeah, uh, I got it. I got, got it. That? I got it. Yeah. Wait. And um, (laughs) but Deadshot, he's just a great. He can, he's like uh, Deathstroke, where he can kill you from like a billion meters or you know feet away or whatever, and you just wouldn't even know. Something there'd be a silence, and you just you're talking like, oh, what happened to him? And where where did the shot come from? Meanwhile, like uh, there was a, uh, uh, I was watching Arrow. <laughs> Don't be an ass. Of course you were. And then, but even if you read Suicide Squad, if you read Suicide Squad, he's a hell of a leader. You know, he's like I said, he's very calculated, and he's just all about his business. And he will shoot you if you get in the god doggone way. Doesn't he have a daughter he's trying to get back to? Yeah. Okay. I remember yeah. that from Assault on Arkham. Yeah. Oh man, that was a great, great movie. movie. Great. Movie. Please, anyone who haven't hasn't seen it, go watch Assault on Arkham. It's really good. Support your, you know, car comic book cartoons because they're really good uh, if you get past the fact that they're a cartoon and really pay attention to the story dude under the red hood's an amazing movie it is it forget really comic is. book movie it's an amazing movie it's just it's filled with betrayal it's filled it's with very shakespearean yeah it really is it's betrayal it's redemption it's um that could be our segment two some movie reviews <laughs> oh man you review a comic movie every week that'd be dope or series. It, it was great. It, it was it was really a great movie. You're definitely right about that. Oh, and here's the fourth the fourth three A villain, Norman Osborn. Huh. I have I have started to garner another. Maybe I'm just turning into a bad guy. I don't know, but I'm garnering an appreciation for the character of Norman Osborn, the way he's portrayed. Because I'm starting to think, what's the difference between Norman Osborn and Tony Stark? There's not much of a difference. Beside the fact that he's killed somebody. 
that's it. Kill the kill Spider Man's girlfriend, and then what? Resuscitated his own him and his own son back from the dead, like, and, and what? Well, he was an Iron Patriot. He tried. He pulled. A, he's like Lex Luthor meets Tony Stark in one person. Just cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Like I have an appreciation for, for Norman Osborn. Maybe Willem Dafoe just really started to shift my thought process. Because he played that role very excellently. He really did. He's a psych- He looks like a psychopath. Like, yeah. Willem Dafoe just exemplifies. Psych- Does he not? Yeah, Willem Dafoe can't be a superhero. Like, if you if you watch the Grand Budapest Hotel, Willem Dafoe is a hitman in that movie. He's insane. He's not too far <laughs> from himself. I don't know if he's playing himself or a character. <laughs> Yeah, like like Tony Stark, you know what I mean? So it's like Robert Downey Jr. was made to play Tony Stark. I definitely hear you on that. Willem Dafoe was made to play the Green Goblin. <coughs> yeah, now that you're making me think. Like, Willem Dafoe has one of those faces. Like, even in, uh, uh what's that uh, Keanu Reeves movie? Uh, Oh, John Wick. John Wick? Yeah, I still he thought he was going to Even in that movie, I, I thought, thought he, he was going to be a bad guy. Yeah, Great. I thought he was the bad yeah. guy. Because he looks like a bad yeah, guy. Yeah, he does. But yeah, I appreciate Norman Osborn, um, the Green Goblin, Iron Patriot. The, he had the Dark Avengers. I like the Dark Avengers. The fact that you took all these villains and made them heroes. Like what? They took Matt Gargan's Venom suit and made him into Black Spider-Man. Like they, they controlled the Venom suit to be more slimming. So he was Black Suit Spider-Man. You know, Wolverine's son. You know, like... And he's maniacal. And I appreciate that. I like scientific villains, I guess. I don't know. Mm. So, any last thoughts? Oh, I do have a third one. What's that tiny guy's name? Moda. In the Superman universe? That you can't say his name? Oh. The backwards oh, guy? The, guy awesome. the, the backwards name guy. Yeah, yeah. I like him. He's pretty Mitzel good. Plick? Yeah. <laughs> Didn't they try that with Batman he has hot once? Wife too. That's what it is. Oh, you watched the, the animated series. Yeah. <laughs> Does he not have a hot wife in like, the comic books? She, yeah. No, okay. No? No, oh, in, the, in the series. Yeah. So, any last thoughts? Nope. You're, you're, you're done with this topic? I'm good. Okay. I said you, my piece. You said your piece? Hot wife. Hot, hot wife is your piece? Hot wife is my piece. Triple A. All right, I think we said everything. We're going to have to talk about it next time we talk about villains. Oh, man. Professor S? No, sir. I think we definitely covered it. Well, before we get out of here, I want to go back to a corny joke I was thinking of. I didn't want to blow it up because it affects you. <laughs> when y'all were talking about, you know, the Joker effect and, like, when ratings go down or when comic book sales go down, that's very reminiscent of something else I know. When ratings sag and pay-per-view buys don't happen, who does the WWE turn to to bring back ratings and bring back li- and bring back live events? The same person as Gary Rady. <laughs> to the Ninja Turtles movie. What? Is that who you're talking about? Steven Amell? No. No. When the WWE is losing the ratings battle and they don't have enough people to come to the gate to watch the show, to bring in the kitties, who do they go back to? Chain Gang. John Cena sucks. John Cena sucks. Anyway. Are you guys ready to go? <laughs> yes, I am. So again, give the give the okay. You can reach us at HMS Spectacular on Twitter. Send us your comments. Send us your suggestions. Hey, I send suggestions all the time on Dare to Be Damien. You can find us there. We're on TalkShoe.com. Give me that email address, please. Spectacular something or other at gmail.com. Instagram, please. Instagram, please. <laughs> Spectacular something. On Instagram. On Instagram. Sorry, guys. Okay. Uh, we're trying to work a Facebook page out soon. We were talking about that off air. We'll try to get that to you sooner rather than later. So, yeah, send us comments. Send us show topics. I really want the, the team to start getting into topics that the, the fans want to hear. Uh, I get, for my own personal show, I off, often ask on Facebook, uh, what do people want? So, I think maybe we should start doing that on Twitter, saying, hey, guys, what show do you want? Give us three topics. And on Instagram. Yeah, um, we might start a YouTube show soon. We talked about it last week. 
We talked about it more this week. It looks like we're going to be going in that direction sooner rather than later. So get ready to see our beautiful faces on YouTube, making that YouTube money. Evil sense. Yeah, my 11 YouTube cents. dog. We're, we're coming for you, Matt Pat. Oh, we're, co- we're coming for you, uh, Angry Joe. Who, who else won a war pathway? Gaijin Goomba. Uh, anybody else we don't like? We have nothing against any of these the people. The I'm sorry. Okay, oh. I'm going after all the top nerdy people. <laughs> so screw attack if you're listening. Death battle people, no, Wiz no. and Boomstick. No, we want in. No, no we, we want in. I don't want to pick fights with it. We, we want fights? in. We're not, no, we we're can do this by... We don't need anybody's in. Normal boots, do they sponsor us? No? God. We'll take... We'll you sound off. like you're picking a fight with people. Yeah, I want to pick a fight with them so they sponsor us. <laughs> That's not how that works. We'll, 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 fi- My bad. we'll figure that one out. All right. <laughs> so until next week, folks, this is your friend, Logan Parker. This is Ro. It's Triple A. Professor S. See you next time, folks. Expect to something or other. Hey, we're Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.